0: Connecting to the AOC Podcast Network. Enjoy your stay.
1: What is AOC? What is community media? Maybe these are small questions, but they have big answers. So big, in fact, that we had to make a whole podcast about just that. The short answer is in our mission statement, building an informed and engaged community through media, technology, and education. I'm Matt Roberts. On this episode, we'll talk to AOC board member Kathy Richard, $25 can last a few minutes, a few hours, a few days, or $25 can last 365 days. At AOC, your $25 gets you year-round access to video, lighting, and audio equipment. Two television studios, a Mac computer lab, an audio booth, and a podcast booth. Become an AOC member today for as little as $25 a year. Kathy Richard loves creativity, culture, and football. She can give you some serious insight into the New Orleans Saints' performance this season. In her position as Healthcare Initiative Director with the Louisiana Cultural Economy Foundation, she serves Louisiana's creative class by helping them get access to healthcare and advocating for safe and healthy working environments throughout the state. Kathy also serves on AOC's Board of Directors and loves to help spread the word about what she calls one of Lafayette's best-kept secrets.
0: Sure, I'm Kathy Richard, and I always say Kathy with a K because some people want to start it with a C. So, Kathy Richard, and I work for the Louisiana Cultural Economy Foundation.
1: And what is your relationship with AOC.
0: I am happily a board member for, I think, um, I'm not real good with time, so I would say about maybe five years, Um, and uh, I also have an office space here, so I'm around all the creatives, which is great, because I'm one myself, and uh, be able to um, humbly serve on the board.
1: Full disclosure, Kathy and I are like office neighbors. We share a wall. Yes. Um, And I, I hope I never bother her with music, but she says I never do, so I'm just taking her No, and I
0: think we ask each other very often, you know, am I bothering you? No.
1: (laughs) Very considerate neighbors.
0: Yes, we are. I think so, too.
1: Yeah. Uh, How did you find AOC, Kathy?
0: Well, I've been knowing Ed forever. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Actually worked with him at the camera center many years ago, so I'm going to date myself. (laughs) Uh, But um, I knew of AOC, had been coming around when they were in the old building, and I was looking for a location to move my office to. And it was very forthcoming and said, wonderful, we'd love to have different organizations, different um, social skills, different um, people coming in and out, um, because I serve cultural workers. So what that means is musical, theatrical, performing, um, visual, uh, culinary, literary, all those wonderful people that make Louisiana special, um, I help them get access to health care. So, it was something different, but AOC was happy to incorporate that into what they were doing.
1: Well, let's talk about that a little bit, getting cultural workers, health care. That's not a job that like, you hear about every day, right? I would say. That's a little bit. How did, how did that come to be?
0: Well, I was um, actually, long story, um, friends with the people in New Orleans that started the New Orleans Musicians Clinic and helped them start the clinic uh, when they were looking to expand here in Lafayette. Um, they called me to try to to be a liaison between New Orleans and Lafayette and then kind of folded into the job. It was called healthcare for Musicians. But being a visual artist myself, I said, well, it's great to help musicians, but I always said, why can't we help everyone? Um, So when the opportunity came to go to the Cultural Economy Foundation, who also wanted to help all cultural workers, it was a great change and a great fit for me to move into. 'Cause uh, that's what I was looking to do all along.
1: That is incredible. And yeah. so is that is that just you doing that? Or are you in charge of getting health care for all the cultural workers in this area or
0: actually statewide?
1: Wow. Yeah. Wow.
0: And we're a statewide organization. Um so it really depends on what people need. Um, mm-hmm. When I first started, of course, no one could afford health insurance, uh, and now there is the opportunity for the, with the Affordable Care Act. But there's still a lot of people in the donut hole that still need access to affordable clinics, um, affordable prescriptions, dental services, things that aren't covered with by the Affordable Care Act. And um, there's always um, some hole again i said that before but some hole that people need filled and so that's my job
1: well if someone is looking to fill a hole in, in yeah. that part of their life uh, how should they get in touch with you
0: um they can uh, actually email me at again kathy with a k at dot org, or they can go on our website dot org, and my cell phone number will be on there and they'll be able to get in touch with me and let me know what they need.
1: Are you from Lafayette?
0: I am not. I'm a Vermilion Parish girl. So I'm from the small town of Gidon. Okay. Or if uh, I should say the way I, my hometown, I'm from Gidon. <laughs> but uh, I live in Abbeville. I've been there for about thirty-five years, forty years. Um, married to a wonderful man, I call him my prince, <laughs> uh, Johnny Richard, and we've been uh, making our home in Abbeville for quite a while now. It's a great town to live in. I really like it a lot. Um, Mm -hmm. It's not far from Lafayette, but yet it's removed from Lafayette. So that can be a good thing sometimes.
1: Just enough time to get an album man on the way to work.
0: Exactly. Yes, that's it. I
1: love it. (laughs) Kathy, do you have, uh, what is your favorite pastime?
0: Well, I'm a great, I'm not a great photographer, but I like to take photographs a lot. That actually was my major in college, Mm -hmm. um, oddly enough. And uh, my other favorite thing on the planet to do is watch football. I'm a football freak. A lot of people know that about me, but Saints freak in particular, <laughs> uh, which is pretty difficult this year. It's going to be even more so. But uh, and I just um, I have the greatest job on the planet. I have I listen to music. I interact with musicians, and so you know, go being able to go listen to music um, for not only a living but for um, for entertainment is great. And I guess my other hobby would be my husband and I have the Richard sale barn in Abbeville. So we have events there. We have concerts eight times a year and, and that's pretty fun because uh, it's on our property. So I don't have to go very far and uh, I have a lot of fun with that.
1: That's very cool. And uh, is that like a, an event open to the public or is it is? That... it is
0: nice. um, we uh, it's a nonprofit organization in a historic building an old stockyard okay. um that's was my husband's family and uh we it's wonderfully acoustic matter of fact we're excited the times of acadiana voted us the second best place to listen to live music in oh, acadiana nice so we're thrilled with that um that's awesome. it's a kind of a little known you know out of the way place uh, yeah. but we hope um to get on other people's maps very often you well know, next time we come it's to coming. the barn
1: Knock on my door and because I would like to go to one of those.
0: It's a lot of fun.
1: When you were a young girl, what did you want to be when you grew up?
0: That is wow! What a question! (laughs) I actually didn't know, and that's because I was an artist. So growing up, you know, everybody said I want to be a teacher. I want to be, you know, and that none of that appealed to me. But I wasn't exposed to the arts. And I think I tell people that all the time. You know, if you don't know what you want to be and you're not exposed to art, you know, give it a shot. Because um, I was very attracted to um, drama and theater. And when I got to be in high school, they cut it out. And that was very traumatic for me. And um, I didn't realize, you know, that those are the things I really was attracted to. Um, So photography, visual arts was... um, Once I did get to UL, USL then, UL, (laughs) um, the first day I went to school at the art department and I came home and one of my friends said, how was school? And I said, I'm with my people. (laughs) I mean, I finally found my people. You know, I felt so at home with the artistic community. And I was like, yeah, that's, you know, so oddly enough, as a child, I really didn't know what I wanted to be you know and it took me a while to go to college i didn't go right out of high school yeah and i find that sometimes a good thing because um had i gone initially i was going to go for you know speech therapy and oddly enough that w- that that was not you yeah. know what i ended up being my tribe you know being my people in art so
1: yeah, right. um
0: sometimes it's not bad to take i think it was 3 or 4 years before i went to school and then i was determined So I was focused, ready to go to school, knew what I wanted and, you know, um, got really good grades because I was I was there. It's really a shame, too, because I I meet some classmates or people that, uh, you know, how are you doing and whatever field they went to school in? They're miserable. Yeah. You know, it wasn't really what they would have initially, you know, wanted to be or what would have fit them a better fit. Yeah. So, uh, look, I don't advocate for people not to go to college. (laughs) But, um, you know, it's it's not a bad thing to take a break before. um, Yeah. You know, if you're not real, totally committed to what you're going for.
1: Yeah, kind of see the world that you're preparing to enter. That's why
0: rich people would send their kids off to Europe, you know, to kind of find themselves for a little while. You know, that's not a bad thing.
1: So what is a day working in your field like?
0: Well I get um, I calls from people who need help so I try to, depending on where they live and what they need, try to fit them into um, some assistance but I'm also uh, contracted with Tobacco Free Living so a great deal of my day is um, herding the cats, which are musicians uh, and getting them uh, to um, join the smoke-free movement. A lot of them want to and uh, finding out what their comfort level of participation would be. I also produce smoke-free events across the state. So I uh, hire bands and get clubs who are willing to go smoke-free for the night and I also work on some policy work. Um, I'm very proud to say I was on the team, and there was a large team, um, to have New Orleans go smoke-free. So that's that's one of my proudest moments was having that done. Um, working with the musicians in New Orleans.
1: And what does that mean exactly, have New Orleans go smoke-free?
0: It means that now they are 100% comprehensive, which means um, no office buildings, which they already had, but now it includes bars and casinos. Okay. So for us, it was very important because that's where our musicians work and play. Yeah. Uh, that's their workplace. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people, it's an office building, and they have healthy air to breathe so for us, it was having them having a healthy workplace. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's very, very important to us. We're just asking people to step outside, you know, yeah. which is what they do in in every other workplace. So uh, it's not about alienating smokers. You know, We, I, I really don't care if you smoke just so that you do it outside where well, the musicians work.
1: Do you have a favorite story? And if so, can you share it with us?
0: I think my favorite story is... Um, about my husband and I, a lot of people, because I've been married to a wonderful man for almost thirty years, and um, I think you have to you have to um, be willing to bend in many areas. Because people have said, "How can you be married to the same guy for thirty years?" You know, um, and I I used to tell my uh, nephews that there was um, two things you know that you have to be willing to bend on, and one is that you're not joined at the hip. I mean, it's okay to have other interests, you know, um, you don't have to do, you should do a lot of things together, most things, but there's, it's okay to do something different, you know, by yourself or whatever. And my other one is separate checking accounts. You know, my husband and I have never argued about money in 30 some odd years. And that's because, you know, we, we pool our money together for different things, you know, but, um, but my money, I can spend it and I never have to ask him, what did you write that check for? And he doesn't have to do it for me, so uh, it's a joke. But still, you know, separate checking accounts, and um, be be willing to do things by yourself, or have him be able to do things by himself. You know, yeah. you don't always have to be together. But my um, Saints app opened up about Drew Brees.
1: What happened to Drew Brees?
0: He uh, hurt his rotator cuff.
1: Oh no! Yeah, Sunday, That's not good. and
0: so he's day to day. He's the only sprite in our, bright spot in our offense. Oh, no. Yeah, but is he that... has put up, um, like, astronomical stats. I mean, you know, he has uh, – I think he will be only the second or third quarterback to ever throw for 4,000 yards in th- consistent seasons. You know, I mean, he has so not records only... that he has fulfilled even while we're not doing great. <laughs> A lot of money we need we need people to protect him at the, you know at the line so he has time to throw so he has time to be accurate
1: and call it uh <laughs> well I
0: have friends that you know my husband will tell people you know she really knows football she knows the Saints you know and and we'll be having conversation and I'll throw out something you know and they're like oh we were talking about a quarterback past quarterback before Bobby Abvier and I said well that would be Ken stabler you know and they went Wow, you really do know football. Yeah, I do. You know, I really do. (laughs) You do. But a lot of people, it's opinions, you know. So there's, you know, it's just like everything else. You know, it's an opinion.
1: Yeah, Um, I get it. Well,
0: that's actually, that's another favorite story of mine. I must have been about seven years old. I have two older brothers, no sisters. I'm the baby of the family, you know. And I came in from playing outside one day and walked in the door and the living room was to the left and the kitchen was to the right and the living room was full of my brothers and my dad and uncles and they were laughing and having a great time watching football and i looked over to the right and there were the women in the kitchen they were mad and angry and just you know you know disgruntled and i'm like okay i'm going to the left those people are having a really great time and i did and started watching football with my brothers and my dad and you know and and uh so when we went to the Super Bowl, my husband, when we won, drove me to New Orleans so I could be one of the million people watching them caravan past the airport, you know, and went to the uh parade and yeah, it was it was a culmination of a lot.
1: Oh, that's a blast. It
0: was. It was truly a, a amazing thing, you know. So I chose I chose the fun.
1: Yeah, right. That's a good choice. It was. <laughs> Well, Kathy, thank you so much for talking to me today. Is there anything else you'd like to share with us?
0: Um, No. Um, I love being at AOC. I think uh, not enough people come and appreciate really what is here. Um, When I talk to them individually about AOC, they, uh, wow, I didn't know that was there. You know, so there's, uh, like the Richard Sailborn, they're, you know, best kept secret in town. And we need to uh, get out there. So please, come and experience AOC. Come and see what's here for you that you didn't know was here and uh, how much artistic ability you can uh, let loose here. Yeah. Yeah. Even if you're not real creative, they can help you be creative.
1: Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Explore creativity. Sometimes it's just about that. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Thank you again for coming in today. (laughs) Thank
0: you so much, Matt.
1: You can contact Kathy or any of the AOC board members by going to the contact section of aocinc.org. Live presentations of the Lafayette Consolidated Government City Council meetings are made possible by a partnership with AOC Community Media. Help AOC keep meetings like this on air by donating to AOC today. Together, we can build an informed community. Community media. Contributors include Ed Bowie, Joe Boozy Ferguson, Sari Fuller, Nancy Judice, William McFarlane, and Stephen Skip Shannon. This week's episode was edited and hosted by me, Matt Roberts. Music in today's episode Muya" by Nagno. The beautiful rain by Kaimi from Black Art. A cheerful mix by Free Instrumental Music. The long goodbye by John Pazdan. AOC Community Media is located at the Rosa Parks Transportation Center, 101 Jefferson Street, Suite 100, Lafayette, Louisiana, 70501. For more information, go to our website at aocinc.org, call 337-232-4434, or email info at aocinc.org. Until next time, stay informed and engaged.